Sounds about right uh, with you. Um, oh, you need a coin flip? Oh, yeah, coin flip. Uh, give me heads again. I got heads last time, so give it to me again. Tails. Tails. <laughs> All right, Tails. so that's. Oh, we're, we're now tied. One, one. All right. All right, well, I guess, when's the last time we streamed? Welcome back, everybody. I guess. Tuesday. Tuesday? Jeez Louise. All right, let me retweet this thing. Where is it? Let's get this. There we go. Tuesday. Jeez. Okay. So yeah. Okay. For the delay, an open. I guess uh, <laughs> for the delay though. I worked Wednesday through Saturday, and uh, Joe Thanksgiving, and then all that stuff. So it was just kind of a, a rather unavailable week for the both of us. Right. Which is nothing wrong with that. It's just, we were dicking we took, around. We took Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Sue us. <laughs> Even though we didn't have any complaints. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone was was like, wait, where the fuck is the stream? <laughs> it would have been nice to have one complaint. I know, right? <laughs> would have been Guys, nice. where are you? We need, we just, need... just one complaint would have been nice. But it's no, nice it, to feel wanted. <laughs> it is. A so, watchman don't want me. Since we really didn't talk to each other at all, I guess, all weekend, and I was wondering, you know, why, why do I have this kind of little void going on? I feel I feel kind of lonely. And I realized, oh, I haven't talked to Joe in like four days. <laughs> what, what, what happened on your Thanksgiving? Since I don't think we even got to recap this. Um, it was a pretty uneventful Thanksgiving. The typical woke up hungover while I was taking a dump in the morning. My dad was shouting at me and, and I couldn't hear him. And I was, do, you know, you, you get to that point where someone's yelling at you while you're on the toilet and, and you're a little annoyed. And you're like, what? And, and like, that was how I. I responded, so I was getting screamed at by my father because he did the problem with him. Yeah, while I was taking a dump, and I, I, I said to him afterwards, "I'm like, how, how are you mad at me when you were trying to yell, like, say something to me when I couldn't hear you, and also while I was taking a dump? Like, I, did he want things, you to stand up and continue and meet him in the living room? <laughs> right. Apparently, um, and then the other thing, the only other takeaway that made the you know detracted from the day when I showed up to my aunt's house who lives in town uh, for, for dinner, I hadn't eaten anything the entirety of the day. And this was at like three o'clock in preparation for Thanksgiving. There were a ton of hors d'oeuvres out in one of the rooms. And so everybody wasn't really in this room because they had already been there for like an hour. So I go in to get hors d'oeuvres. The only person in the room is my younger cousin. And as I'm, I'm going to grab food, I notice his hand is in his pants. And then as I'm still eating, he then takes his hand out and then grabs at the food. And then oh, I'm like, all right, well, oh. this was a mistake. I'm going to how, how young? Leave. How young of a, like a kid um, or a teenager or what? what he's, yeah, he's young. There's, I mean, it's, oh, it's not like an excuse. Like I'm not mad at him for it, but the timing of it was like, I, I probably just ate food that I probably <laughs> should not have. I'm not faulting him for any, for, 
obvious reasons, but it was more on me for not paying. You attention. should fault him, but I, I, that's just unfortunate. Is uh, how yeah. I brought that one up for you. Very uh, unfortunate. Now, for my Thanksgiving, I uh, worked from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., which were prime Thanksgiving hours across the nation for, I don't know, since the tradition has started. So that was um, interesting. It was a, it's it kind of just, I was working though, so I, it just didn't really bother me that much. Um, the first 30 minutes of work, maybe my, uh, my head, my head space was a little, uh, I guess, foggy from Wednesday night, but it was not too bad. <laughs> I got there. I was, I was, I was good. Wait, how much I, sleep were you running on? I'm curious. I, I would rather not say. <laughs> okay. All right. It was, um, uh, yeah, maybe a, a college sleep level, maybe a little less, but uh, you know, that, that is what it is. Went home, I ate dinner and then I, uh, I ended up going to the casino with my friends after Thanksgiving on, dinner. On Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. So I'm sure your, your parents not only love that, but <laughs> I don't know why, wait, why the hell would you go do that on Thanksgiving? All right. How much of a degenerate are you that you had to go do that? It wasn't my plan. I was tired anyways. I was sleepy as hell. I was full. I just wanted to sit down and right. I don't know, watch a movie or something. Ugh. My friend, my friends are calling me. They're texting me because I think maybe we're just going to play some Call of Duty or something. Right. Like, hey, we're going to be there in 20. You know, uh, I'm like, wait, 20. What are we doing? Did we plan something that I forgot? Did we do something? Did we plan something the night before that I committed to that I completely forgot? Because that might have happened. But uh, <laughs> but they're like, we're going to the MGM. I'm like, I okay, I guess. So I yeah. I took uh, 70 bucks with me. I put uh, $50 on a roulette spin. Uh, Why? Two minutes of getting oh. there. I won. I didn't make another bet. And I was called a coward the rest of the night for not making uh, another bet. Uh, that's actually I, fine. I like uh, winning $50. I am cheap. Right. I am I, 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 I am almost not broke, but $50 means something to me. I can't just roll in there and lose $150 and act like that's not a problem for me. And, and everybody so. knows is the, the roulette table is something that you put some of your money on. And then if you lose, you walk away. If you win, you walk away. It's yes. not something that you're like, oh, I'm riding a hot streak. Well, the odds are not in your favor. It's not something that you're actually going to really ride a hot streak. That's all just in your head. And it's... The only game that I've played at the MGM is roulette, and I've come out positive. I think I've had three losing nights there. I think I've gone there twelve times. I don't, maybe ten. You're the worst. You, you're the reason why these casinos stay open because you bet on these. I'm not the reason. I'm putting fifty dollars bets down. Learn how I, to play poker. Learn how to play. I poker. know how to play poker, but I'd be sitting up there in the poker lounge for three hours. I'm like getting my money and getting out, robbing them blind. I don't. <laughs> On Thanksgiving, it was the best. I felt bad. I thought I felt bad for me having to work Thanksgiving. I see. I'm like walking in there. I'm like, well, everybody else in here is working on Thanksgiving, so I kind of right. I, I got to feel uh, bad with them. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I obviously that's my betting style, and I get I get uh, really killed for it because everybody else loses money, and then they want me to lose my money so I can join them in that when I'm just happy with my fifty dollars. I just don't know how you have the energy, or you had the energy. Because after my Thanksgiving, and I was probably the same level of hungover as you were, I drank during Thanksgiving, I ate a ton of good food, and then I just, I laid on my bed when I got home. I watched Netflix for Hulu, sorry, I was watching Friday Night Lights, I watched that for two hours, and then I fell asleep. That was my night. I If someone said to me, get in the car, we're going to a casino, 
and I had no choice, I'd jump out of the car, the moving car. If I had to drive, I wasn't going. I got a ride. I was fine. Uh, let's you want. <laughs> so, I mean, all in all, it's not the worst Thanksgiving I've had. Not the best, but uh, it may do. Thanksgiving recaps. There goes the banner. That's perfect. You didn't want to, you didn't <laughs> want to get timing. into our next se- segment for the next uh, next banner. Uh, do you want to talk about the games at all on Thanksgiving? Uh, now that now that we switch banners, no, it's too out. late. It's oh. it, it's too late. It's too late. Well, Joe, I'll let you introduce this segment. This is your brainchild. So I obviously am the creative one who comes up with all the segments. Uh, right. Get your money up, not your funny up is a a segment where we will discuss a poor financial decision. This can literally be anything. <laughs> Either from either of us, or if you're a listener of the show, if you have something really stupid you spent money on, like Colin Sutrick, if you spent a lot of money on on fantasy football analysis, or or someone to set your lineup for you, no, you probably do that. If you want to send something in, shoot us a DM. But the intent here, something dumb that you did financially, it just so happens that Sean this week made a really questionable financial decision based on a parlay that he put together that did not even come close to panning out. No, no, it did. Uh, it was a six-team parlay. Four of the team S- teams hit. How many? Six-team. And uh, the two teams that didn't hit were the two that I was most confident. I threw... Uh, how much did you put in? Uh, how much did you put on the seventeen bucks with two other people? So uh, that's not terrible. I just 50, don't like. I don't like these big. Play. I don't like the the big parlays though. They're they're counterintuitive because you're going to hit some of them, but like six is pushing it, dude. Come on. I know. I know. It was a one p.m. parlay. Is what we did. We stayed away from the the the, the indie, and we stayed away from the uh, the freaking Panthers Vikings. Right. So I'm but, forgetting. Wait, I'm blanking on the line. Go ahead. Continue. But by, by the time you'll actually hit one of these 16 parlays. You're going to have bet the amount that you're going to earn. So okay. stop doing that. That's let me stupid. give you the six teams. Okay? okay. Let me give you the six teams. Cleveland. Got it written down. Cleveland. Okay. They won. Miami. They won. They beat the Buffalo. They the bu- won. Uh, who did they beat? The Chargers. I didn't even want Chargers? that one to be thrown in there. Okay. The Giants. That one was an easy one. They won. That Even with easy. Colt McCoy. God, do I love Colt McCoy. The two that I missed on. The two teams that I missed on <laughs> was Vegas to beat Atlanta <laughs> and Arizona to beat the Patriots. Isn't that ironic that in a, in a betting scenario, rocks. you got boned by Vegas? <laughs> the two absolute locks that I had this last week. I know we didn't do sinners and boozers. Busy week. This week we'll get back on the horse. Mm. We'll get that going for you. Regardless, Arizona could close it out. You know what? I'm actually happy Arizona lost also because if it was all in Atlanta, my friends were, were just upset at me because I could control the game somehow. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, sure, the entire game. They're like, Sean, this is your fault. This is all your fault. All your fault. I'm like, everybody else was in on Las Vegas beating Atlanta because Atlanta stinks. Yeah, but they're terrible. They're terrible. So I said, yeah, let's throw a bet against the boys. And, of course, the one time that I'm riding on Atlanta to not win, which I guess is karma and some divine intervention that's saying, hey, you're, you're not supposed to be doing this, Major Fan Sean. You're not supposed to be betting against the team that you love. I say, okay, I know, but, you know, it, it, it's a pretty good bet here. And they said, nope, Deion Jones pick six, Derek Carr two fumbles, Josh Jacobs fumble, and they're going to blow him out 40 to six. Never bet on a team that you follow. It never it, it, ends Atlanta well. Is, I, I will never, ever 
bet on them again. I'll never pick them again still. I'm not again. And then Arizona. Let's talk about Arizona for a second. What the hell? I mean, if Atlanta covered, if they, if they, if, they, if Las Vegas did their job, I don't know why I'm blaming Atlanta. Las Vegas showed up flat. They, they're the ones that shit the bed. Atlanta just played football. Arizona losing to the Patriots. Kyler Murray, Mr. MVP. What's going on? Christian right. Kirk dropping touchdowns. What are we doing? What, what's this Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, supposed two-headed monster in the backfield? What's, what's up, Isaiah Simmons? Could you get a pick six? Could you get a strip sack? And then he was the one who boned him was with that, with that late hit. That's what put them in, in field goal range. I couldn't. I couldn't stand it. I was having a good time. It was a fun Sunday. Right. But everything else was questionable. Cleveland, they came, they came close with Jacksonville. Buffalo, yeah. I mean, they, they kind of routed him. But the, who's ever going to take the Giants in a bet? Miami was I think the, the only ones that were true locks the whole game. The Giants were a hot team over the last few weeks. I, would I know. That's why them. I picked them. I pitched them. That was a team that I pitched. I single-handedly said Giants over did you Did you idiots all bet on the same thing? Yeah, we all threw in on the same parlay. Fifty dollars. Oh, everyone so throws seventeen, worse. and then everybody breaks down, breaks away, gets like a hundred bucks. Who's actually going to be like a hundred twenty dollar payout? God, I hate we that. Had I it. We had I it. I don't like group betting. I don't like that either. I, I think that makes it worse yeah, because then no, you're all just mad at each other when you don't no, no, get no it. One's mad. You're mad at each other. You're mad when one of your friends fades your bet. That's what you're mad about. You uh, want everybody on the same team because you can have a fun time. You're not root. You don't want to root against your friend. That's no fun. It's no fun at all. I'd rather or you just don't tell anybody who you bet on. No, no, they 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 find out. They'll always find out. They always find out. <laughs> they, I don't they, care. The, they I, got I'm your someone, phone password. My friends, not even that. They just always find out. They can tell by my demeanor. I, they'll be able to read me like a book if I'm happy that they, you know, if I'm happy and they're losing, they're gonna be like, oh, Sean bet on Philly, and that's how it's gonna turn out. So get your money up, not your funny up. My funny was up all last, all yesterday, because the freaking Raiders and the the, the Cardinals. Whatever. You got any financial stuff that's going on? <laughs> buying, buying your girlfriend $300 worth of freaking makeup or wine or something? What do you got going? I don't want to be the I only don't, I don't. <laughs> No, I don't, have, have something. I don't have any bad financial decisions. I don't oh. know. Wait, what shirt is that you wearing? Uh, Kyrie's. Oh, I was I was gonna buy one of the sweatshirts that they they've been putting out. I was really, really close, nice. But- I love them. Uh, Divine respect in passion or drip. Yeah, you can find them on all social medias. It's not a plug. It's just one of our teammates. It's a great brand. He's a yeah. great guy. Uh, just supporting him, but it's also. Did you? I, I really like the shirt. Yeah. Where did you buy? When did you buy that? I guess when this line dropped, I bought it as soon as it came out because I I want um, I like the first iterations that everyone's wearing. I like this one too, though. I like them all. I like the uh, hoodies. Just, the hoodies, the hoodies are, are cool. Yeah, I like the pants too. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I, I kept uh, telling myself I wasn't going to buy one, and then I still spent. God, how much did I spend over the past two weeks because of Cyber Monday deals? I spent like a good like one hundred and fifty dollars on money that I don't really have or money that I told myself like it's, it's money I have, but I'm trying to save, you know, like money that you're like, I'm telling myself like, Oh, I'm going to invest this or I'm going to save it. I have been investing, but I ended up spending it on stupid shit that I didn't really need, you know, Mm, I'm in the same camp. Right. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll I'll probably have another parlay, parlay next week though. You know, let's let's stay in touch in, in touch with that. I know that's not the okay. smart thing. Just take your locks, take your covers. I get it, but you're just thrilled for the. I mean, we're betters. We like I like the rush of a of the possibility of a major parlay hitting. Something that you're not going to get. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just going to keep on teasing me, but that's okay. All right, Joe. Uh, you want to get on some NFL news? Oh yeah, let's get it. Uh, Detroit fired uh, 
Matt Patricia, Patricia and their uh, GM and what do I mean? There were a team that I thought was consistently on the rebuild in this last draft in his last year and a half. I thought Detroit was kind of looking okay. I like their receivers. I like Galladay. Mm-hmm. I like Marvin Jones. I like that they picked up DeAndre Swift. I like Carryon Johnson last year. I think he put the ball on the ground last year a little too much, but picked up Adrian Peterson for whatever reason. Defense, eh, but the offensive line is okay. They felt like a team that was going to be doing okay. And now they're – I don't know. I saw them play Atlanta, and maybe it was just Atlanta, but they looked like with Matt Stafford at the helm, you, you could never count them out of a game. That's what I always felt with Detroit. Well, the reason for the firing is pretty clear. They were expected, as Patricia was coming in, Caldwell was out. This was expected to be a transition where they were going to become a defensive-minded team. Mm -hmm. They were going to contend. They were going to be a playoff team because you have an underrated quarterback, a quarterback that has produced a ton of production but has not had any help. He just needed the right situation to succeed. He needed a little bit of an extra boost from his team. Patricia was supposed to help them hit that the next path. He was supposed to help them take that next step forward, get over the hump, uh, finally transcend into being a good team in the NFC North. Right. It just so happens when you're facing against the Vikings and the Packers and even the Bears for a period of time, it's very difficult to outperform them in that division. So even though they were always having a horrendous record, they just could not outperform and outplay these these better these much better franchises. Patricia, you were expecting them to be a big defensive team. He hasn't done anything. He didn't do anything for them defensively. That was their biggest weakness was defense. Right. They couldn't stop anybody. Their pass defense was horrible. Their defensive line was inconsistent. The inconsistent linebacker. All of that stuff was was clear and cut. Why they had to fire him and also Bob Quinn. He was supposed to be the guru under Belichick, right? He was supposed to be yes. that guy that was, you know, the genius, the, the right. brainchild, all that. And then, you know, I, I kind of thought of him as like almost like an idiot savant, the way that he was doing it. He had the pencil mm-hmm. behind his ear. He's got looks, you know, mangled. Then Detroit, he's like rolling up on four wheelers and he's keeping the same thing going. Like, okay, was it all a bit basically? Were you selling everybody on the bit that you're an idiot savant or were you just kind of a guy that knew defense a little bit? That, that's what that's what tricked me up because I got I bought into it. I'm like, this guy's kind of, you know, a loner, but he's focused and he knows what he's doing. And he's just like super secretive and recluse. And then but he just really knows football and he sold me on it and he doesn't. Or maybe he knows football. and He's just not fit to be a head coach. Right. And, and we prove now that he's one of those. He, he might be able to be one down the line, but he's one of those guys now that we know is better off as a coordinator. He's not really a guy that can take over and be a a good, competent head coach. The question now that I think needs to be answered, which I tweeted out, do they move on from Matthew Stafford? And and frankly, in my opinion, if you look at this roster, you're losing your receivers in free agency. You're you're not a, a developed team. You're young. You need to move on from Matthew Stafford. You need to, to transition. He's 32 years old. You can trade him to a team like the Colts, maybe the Steelers if, if, if Big Ben retires sometime soon. A team that needs to win now but needs an immediate transition. If someone retires, he's that guy. You need to move on from Stafford and start from scratch because you're just going to be sitting and wasting away Stafford's time at quarterback. You're paying him a ton of money. Your cap is not hamstrung, but it's taking up a lot, a lot of room on the cap paying Matthew Stafford. They need to move on. 
This is not like a, a, I don't think this is much of a debate because keeping him there is not going to get them anything because they're still a couple years away from actually being a competitive roster. Joe, your arguments feel almost fairy tale-ish where it's, you, you say both, you say two things. You say they needs to move on. They need to move on from him and he deserves better. So which one is it? Are you saying Both. that he's too good for Detroit? Or are you saying that Detroit is is just – it feels like you're saying he's wasting his career. Whereas with Matt Stafford, I believe that if he was on any team, he would make them immediately better. And right. Detroit is a team that needs to be immediately better. So why would you trade away a, a top 12 quarterback in the NFL? Because their current roster is not in a position to win. No matter what head coach you bring in, it is going to take their them- offenses. It, and also they haven't performed it that well. 32 is like 26 for quarterbacks, by the way. I get that. I get that. But starting from scratch, from overall completely from scratch, is the better opportunity here. Stafford can – and if I honestly, if I'm Matthew Stafford, I'm trying to get out of there. Matthew Stafford should want to leave. He should want to go somewhere that is a competitive roster. Because I'd say Detroit has a competitive roster. I'd they say don't. Jeff Okuda is they've never been. They've I'd never say been competitive. TJ Hawkinson, Kenny Galladay. Galladay is going to be gone in uh, free agency. Mohamed Sanu. I'm just saying, it seems like a competitive Sanu's roster. Sanu's not there. Yeah, he is. He caught a Marvin touchdown Jones. on Thanksgiving. Talking about Marvin Jones? Sanu got picked up by Detroit. Is he? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he caught a touchdown on Thanksgiving. It's fine. I know. It was a quick turnaround. Uh, it. Detroit is a team with weapons. You lose Matt Stafford, all of those weapons thereby decrease. In, they just will not be as good without Stafford now uh, than they will with him. He is a player that elevates his other teammates. Would TJ Hawkinson have better numbers and do better with, a, with a, a rookie quarterback next year? Or would he do better with Matt Stafford? So with all of those weapons. That's not an answer to my question. With all of those weapons, again, they, not answer my question. You do. I, I think that I ask you rational they, okay. questions, and you do not answer. He them. would obviously do better with Matthew Stafford. Okay, so why would you get rid of Matthew Stafford? Because, Sean, this it's team not like is not as talented as you think it is. Though you're acting like this team, I get it, but is, it will be is, so is, much worse without him. It will be two and whatever without him. It's okay to start over. They've been constantly just turning the wheel over and over again, trying to to build around him, and it's not working. They need to go get somebody else. They need to start from the beginning. They're going to be in a prime position to draft a good quarterback with their record. They're not going to win that many games for the remainder of the year. They have crapped out towards the end of the year because of all of those glaring holes on this team. They cannot keep moving forward with him and just slamming their head into the wall, doing the same thing over again. I just you know don't what, like you know what, when you're acting like he's the problem. He's not I'm not acting problem. like he's the you're problem. You're saying you can't, they can't keep moving forward with him. What is he doing wrong for the team is what I want to know. My what is he doing wrong for the team? He is not doing anything wrong. Okay, so but then he's, I'd like to, he, I'd like if, to he's 32, if he's 32 years old, he has been there for an extended period of time. Since and all we keep we since so that's 11, 11 years. We have continuously heard this team is, you know, it, it's close. It's going to take that next step. It's going to take the next step and then they fall off and then they're going to take the next step. They're going to take the next step and then they fall off. It's a, it's a cyclical motion of the same thing happening throughout his career. And all they've gotten is I don't even know if they've even won a playoff game with him. So why would you continue to why would you continue to try and build your team around him when it's clearly not working out. Matthew Stafford is a fantastic quarterback, 
you're going to be able to trade him to a team that really wants him and that is willing to give up good draft picks. And I already told you this, Sean, and I don't care that I'm dropping this right now, but I, I, I actually heard from a reliable source that they almost traded him to the Dolphins in 2019. So it's not like that they yeah, haven't considered it. I told you that. Yeah. I thought that was major news. It became like public. It did. And I don't, I don't remember it becoming public, but they almost traded him to the Dolphins. So it's not like something that they haven't considered. Why would you not trade him? Take those multiple first round picks, draft a quarterback with one of them, and then draft multiple positions. This isn't the the Trevor Lawrence, Sam draft, Darnold thing. You could still draft multiple tr- positions. You could trade Galladay, get a first or first or something. You can't. Round. He's a free agent. You're not going to trade Kenny Dal- Galladay. Trade, trade someone else. Trade Hawkinson. I don't care. Hawkinson stinks anyways. Okay. Trade somebody else. Keep Stafford, bro. You're not going to get the same type of quarterback with anybody else in the league right now than Stafford. Unless you're getting Trevor Lawrence, you just you're just gambling away a quarterback, which is the most important. That's the thing. We love these gambles. We love saying ditch the quarterback now and then uh, and let's restart. Who knew that uh, Justin Herbert would be the best rookie in the class right now? Who knew that? Anyone think that Josh Allen was going to be the best? Uh, some people. No, thought it was all that he supposed could. to be Darnold. Could, could, no, not new. Now everybody, you're you're saying you get rid of these uber talented quarterbacks, right? Let's get rid of Matt Stafford. Okay. Now we're basically going to go gamble with a quarterback that we think may pan out and may turn around and start winning soon, right? My response to that, and I don't. I understand that there is a risk involved with possibly redrafting and, and getting another quarterback, getting a young quarterback. Okay, here's one for you. What? Okay, two first-round picks in the last two years. Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones. That was in the their, worst do, quarterback do class to, in the last 20 years. Do you want to years. run the risk of that happening? This is a much better quarterback class. Okay. This is a significantly better quarterback they're, class. They're Matthew Stafford is going to be 33 this offseason. This roster, based on what we've seen, based on what we've seen, is not in a position to win next year. They are at least three years from being an actually legitimately competitive team. You're paying Matthew Stafford one of the highest salaries out of most quarterbacks. He's got a very high salary and you're getting a return of a bottom 12 offense in the NFL. They're averaging 347 offensive yards per game, despite all of these weapons that you claim that they have that especially are not going to be returning. You're not going to get anything out of keeping him. Move on, get the picks, get a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. That is far more beneficial to the future of your franchise and also Matthew Stafford's future. It is a mutually beneficial situation. I hope Stafford goes somewhere that he could win. That'd be nice. I'd like him to go to Indy and take them to the Super Bowl. But the thing is, I do not like gambling consistency at the most important position on a football team. We have different philosophies on this. We just are different. We just think differently about this. I don't gamble with a good quarterback. If he's good, he's staying. That's how it works with me. It's, I don't think the Texans should just trade or get rid of Deshaun that's Watson. Very I don't think anybody else. I think if you have a top 10 to top 12 quarterback in this league, keep him. 
I argue, I argue if you have a guy that is top 12, that's over the age of 32, you need to consider moving on from him. If you're not winning football games, because what, what is, what have they done with him there? We've seen 11 years of minimal success. So what is going to change in the next three? Because it's not, it's not going to be immediate. You could do the same thing that you were pitching, except instead of drafting a quarterback, you could still draft the defense or use draft picks to rebolster. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, Jeff Okuda is going to blossom. You have pieces that are going to blossom and get better. You could take a wide receiver to replace Galladay. You could get a, a, a safety. You could get you're a gonna replacement all, for true you're gonna do all the You're going to do all this in one draft class? Three. You said three years, buddy. You okay. got three years to find to find five great players. Five out of twenty-one. That's all I need, really. In three drafts, at I least. Don't, I don't see the value. Five out of twenty-one in free agency. I'll take it. I'll take those odds, especially well, Matt Stafford back in my back in my team. You're not going to be able to sign anybody in free agency because their cap is pretty hamstrung, and it's going to be hamstrung. You know, they could take Tack McKinley. I don't think anybody wants Tack McKinley. They could take Vic Beasley if they want. I don't think anybody wants Vic Beasley either. How about that? How about the Atlanta Falcons? Does anybody does anybody want any of our players? <laughs> Please, they need a home. I don't, I'm tired to see and bring them back. I'm it's kind of, of it's kind of funny that you indirectly bring up the Falcons because it's a very similar situation of of do you keep both of these veteran guys when yes. they've clearly had very limited success? You keep them until you see a severe drop off in performance, like you do with Philip Rivers. You do it until the the wheels fall off, and that's. Just what happens sometimes. The wheels fell off with Flacco earlier. They said, okay, Dunsky, you're out. Wheels fall off on quarterbacks at different times at different ages. Tom Brady was still winning Super Bowls with not great teams, but Tom Brady and his team, and obviously it's a whole different machine up there. He was winning Stafford's them in his late Tom 30s. Brady, I understand they're different quarterbacks, but quarterbacks can still win late in their career. CC John Elway, Ken Stabler, old men winning Super Bowls. Old men. I mean, old as dirt winning Super Bowls. They were really old. Look, I, I just want to I just want to point this out here, though. Go ahead, so you point just it out. Fi- you just fire out your head coach. You're sitting with the ninth overall pick right mm-hmm. now at a four and seven record. Hypothetically, if you shit the bed enough, <laughs> you <laughs> you can finish with a top seven pick. Don't win a single game. So you're telling me that if you're in a position, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence are off the board. You're in a position to draft Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. You're in that. They'll be gone by nine. I don't think so. I don't think so. If this is the best quarterback class in the last 20, 50 years. No, no one's saying that. You just said it was the best quarterback class in the last 20 years. You just said that. I did not. No, 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 no. Yes, you did. No, that statement didn't come out of my mouth. That 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 microphone is going to blow up on me. That didn't come out of my mouth. You just said that. Yes, it did. No, the statement that you're confusing is the one about the Haskins Jones class, and I said that was the worst. You draft class then last said years. this upcoming class is going to be one of the best in the tw- next in the past twenty years. You said that you bold faced. I did. Maybe not. you're misremembering. Pull but- the quote. You're misremembering. I can pull it. Well, you have I to edit. can easily pull it. We can watch it and pull it. You have to. You have to edit the edit the show, anyways. Um, I look. This is a good. This is a very talented draft class. This is a very talented class. It's better in the. It's one of the best in the top in the last like five years. So why, with the chance of of missing 
in, in a couple years. Why not take somebody talented now as a new head coach, as a new general manager, start from scratch, take somebody now, build off of that, then waiting to see who's available when you decide to move on because they're not going to be successful with because with talent Stafford. doesn't always equate to success. CC Josh Rosen, CC Markel Fultz, it doesn't always equate with these super high draft picks. Okay, I like consistency at my position, which is the most important position in sports. Consistently under. Hey, we got this pitcher that throws 105 miles per hour and he's got a, a curveball that'll that'll break two feet. Oh wait, but he hits every third batter. Consistently, sometimes he'll, sometimes he'll throw an immaculate inning, but for the most time, he's going to give up two runs in the ninth. Consistently going seven and nine, consistently picking up garbage time passing yards, consistently, consistently leading the entire NFL in comebacks since he's been drafted, consistently having the most game winning drives in the fourth quarter since he's been drafted. The one of the most clutch quarterbacks on one of the worst teams since 2009, and the one of the most bleakest organizations, consistently being a winner and a leader. That's what I like from my quarterback in Matt Stafford. No, you can freaking take your thumb, go right, ahead, right. put it in your mouth, wrap us up, take a little stand for me, a little wrap, crouch wrap. stance, a little over 65 wrap degrees. Us up. I'm, I don't, dis- back, I don't agree little, with you. And, you don't, and they want you to just pop a squat right on that thumb. You, How about you do that for you me? You didn't win this yeah. argument. You didn't win this argument. There's no argument to win. We have completely different philosophies. I'm not trying to sway you. Okay. When you start you. attacking <laughs> my butt, you, <laughs> you suck so much. <laughs> Whatever. This is the goddamn show. Uh, what, Hit we'll that fall button. Yeah, we'll I be work back tomorrow. tomorrow. I work tomorrow night. We'll probably be on around like four. Okay. Should I just okay. get Mitch? What, you don't want to go on at four? Four's kind of early. I don't think we'll get lit viewers at four. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right. Thanks for tuning in, anybody. Follow us so you can stay up to date. Um, join the Discord. You know the drill.
心。